Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, folks. Tim, this episode is? Sundown. Sundown. Yeah, we got, yeah. I, I looked this one up earlier, or at some point to refresh my memory of what it was, and it's like, oh, okay, it's that one. But I haven't actually seen this episode since it first came out, like, back in 2010. Yeah. I forgot how creepy and effective, the, yeah. especially that ending is. It's like, yeah, I think things are going south. Not well for anyone who's anti-smoke monster. Yeah. Who's anti-smoke monster? <laughs> Aren't we all for smoke monsters? <laughs> uh, if he's looking at me right in the face, yes, I am totally on his side. Yeah, don't let him talk to you. Just stab him in the chest. <laughs> Anyways. So, Janelle, newbie impressions first. What do you have to say here? I say that, once again, it leaves more questions than answers. <laughs> and, actually, I think as a newbie... Not fully understanding what's going on, the creepiness factor is down a notch or two. Oh, really? Yeah, just because I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, but it does look and seem bad that Man in Black has is leading everybody somewhere, and the destruction of the temple is not great either. Yeah. Granted, you don't have a lot of emotional attachments to the others, because they've been a thorn in our side of this whole show, so... Seeing a bunch of them is like, okay, so I, I can kind of get that. Also, newbie impression of Saeed and his flash sideways. I thought, once again, another appropriately purgatorial situation for Saeed, and I appreciated the clarity of what his thing is that he's dealing with, which mm-hmm. is, I'm a torturer, am I a good man? Mm-hmm. And not feeling that he could, he deserved to be with Nadia. I mean, this may be reading into it a little bit, but they say this afterlife purgatory that is a flesh sideways things is something that's kind of, they work out themselves. And you could kind of read into Saeed in real life. He did actually spend some time with Nadia, but you could see subconsciously after death looking at all his, all the, what he did and thinking, I don't deserve to be with her anymore. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if, well, he doesn't think this way. But there's opportunity for him to think in terms of fate took her away from me because I was a torturer, something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a little bit of a reach. I can see it, though. But yeah, poor Saeed has gone to the dark side at this point. Uh, Oh, man, when when Ben backs away from you with scared eyes, you know something's up. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, there's still time. Not for me. (laughs) It was a very creepy look. (laughs) It was, yes. That half smile thing. Then it kind of shows you've gone from like going bad to like half insane. Like something has turned you in a really unnatural way. Like you might just, well, okay, you say I'm bad. Let's do this thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting this time. And it's, this is why, this is why this season's confused. Well, just the mor- morality in general and loss is very confusing. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, and I think it's just because I'm not sure there is a set standard from the writers. I think they just kind of move it around. You know, because for seasons they've been doing, are you good or are you bad? You know, you're on the list. You know, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, I mean, yeah, we have heard heard the others talk about, but are they good people? Are they good not? people? And we've always like, but the others are bad people, but, you know, certain point of view or whatever. But you have this whole death by proxy thing going on where like, Dogen's trying to get everyone to kill Saeed, but he won't do it. Hmm. And Smoke Monster's like, well, you need to go kill Dogen, but I can't do it. 
And apparently Dogen came because like, well, I'll save your, I'll save your son, but you gotta come work for me. Ben's like Juliet. Well, I'll save your sister, but you gotta come work for me. <laughs> I mean, like these things happen on both sides. Uh-huh. And you know, for a person, you know, from a Christian worldview, it drives you nuts because like, there's no set standard for any of it. But I wonder, having just talked it out loud, if whether part of Lost thing is that it, you know, except it doesn't work because there is a good side, and there is a bad side that the show comes down on. Mm-hmm. But simultaneously, you get almost a sense like, at least with when you're down at the others level, that there is sort of like, well, us and them are the same, but we just view our own actions as good and others as bad. Well, I mean, I guess the fact that they acted as if Dogen was the final thing keeping the temple a safe place, and by killing him, they you lose the temple's protection. I guess maybe that's one reason why Dogen kind of has to keep his hands clean quote unquote. Yeah. I mean, there's a bit of hypocrisy in that because he's by tricking someone into getting, setting machinations up to kill someone. You're still in a sense killing. The well, person. I mean, last episode we had the whole discussion about Jacob being hands off and everything, but he makes weird deals with people too. Yeah. And it, it's, if you try to morality and loss is very unsatisfying on the character level, it works on any sort of like, because it's very, I don't know, postmodern, but it's like it's individualized to each character, their progress or whatever. Uh-huh. But like as a macro level stuff, it's very unsatisfying. Philosophically, it's so, it's unsound. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which, I mean, that's postmodernism in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But it kind of breathes that. You don't see it all, you know, because it's so focused on characters, you don't always see it as clearly as... It, just, it was very interesting, this episode. It was almost playing with that, like, death by proxy and, like, echoes of the deals people make. And it was just interesting. Yeah. Wow. Nice analysis there, Nick. I I wasn't ready to pull that out. Well, then let's talk (laughs) Kimi. (laughs) Oh, Kimi. Uh, For bringing people back for season six, I just, it's so great. I mean, that's one of those appearances. He instantly shows up and you're instantly on edge. Just like, oh gosh, that guy. I mean, we already knew this was a bad guy, but it's Kimi. But but he's played so different than he is. True. He's all suave. And smiley. It's smiley. Lots of evil smiles. Um... And then you're very satisfied. You know, like, you don't want Saeed to turn bad, but you killed Kimi, so... Well, I mean, and (laughs) that is one interesting thing I was thinking about the Saeed, particularly the Flash Sideways here, the whole question of to kill or not to kill. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, yes, violence and killing is bad, but good has to have some teeth behind it. Evil can't always be allowed to flourish. At Mm -hmm. some point, you just have to kill it at the source. Yeah. So Saeed was absolutely in the right here in, in killing Kimi when he did. And I guess that's Saeed's struggle. Like, he never wants to do it, but there's always he's always trying to be called into, is this the right time for me to pull out my special set of skills? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And and he was trying to kill evil at first when he encountered Locke. Locke. Locke is collecting quite a collection of our, uh, you know, we talked about last season about trying to get all the characters on one, in one spot. Uh-huh. Well, you see the movement going here. Like, he's got, he's got everyone but, let's see, Jack, Hurley, and Son um, of, the, of the main, main cast. Well, the original. Yeah, yeah the, of the original people. Sawyer said he was with them, and Saeed, and And, and Jin's with them just because. Because oh, because Claire. Claire yeah. Okay, yeah, I see your point. I see your point. I mean, I was gonna say about Ben and Alana and Lapidus, but they're not. Yeah, I'm talking like original, like main. people who have their names on the walls. Core cast, yeah. As yeah, as far as we know, everyone after Oceanic Flight were not necessarily candidates. Yeah, I mean, we know Ben isn't anymore. <laughs> no, obviously, obviously. Was he ever? 
Probably not. Although well, I don't know. I didn't never. I mean, you have to look really closely at the wall. They may not show, but I wouldn't be surprised at some point it was when he was seeing dead people and stuff. I mean, well, yeah, that's possible. I mean, as a kid, he might have. I mean, there's there's a lot more wall names on the wall and in the and on the lighthouse wheel than just the oceanic survivors. Yeah, yeah people have screenshotted them and yeah, I there's a lot more, but <laughs> but who knows? I thought it was interesting just that Jin, you know, so we we're tying that we we're starting to like we don't know what why Jin's in in the sideways. Um, freezer. Oh yeah. yes, I was wondering about that. And and we'll find that, but you know, now we're starting to tie sideways stuff together a little more. You know, Eventually. we haven't seen that, and I think this is kind of the beginning of doing that more and more. Yeah, we saw it, we saw it in the premiere, and then haven't since. Right, right. I was gonna say, yeah, they've been mostly kind of isolated. Because Jack was in this episode too. That's true. Sideways, very briefly in the hospital. Yep. I completely forgotten because it's been a couple weeks since we saw it that Alana and. Lapidus and Son and Ben were, like, headed toward the temple. Yeah. I completely forgot that they were even doing that. <laughs> yeah. It was easy to forget after a month and a half. <laughs> yes. And they weren't in the last episode at all, so they just popped up as like, oh, oh, they're here. Oh, no, Ben's here, and oh, Son's here. And, yeah, it was just, there was a lot going on all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Claire continues to be creepy as all get out. Yeah. Was that her lullaby that was going on in the courtyard? Yes. yes. Yeah. At, remember they had the advertisements for that, <laughs> you know, on yeah. ABC. Which is the lullaby that she used to sing to Aaron and wanted like the adopted family to sing to, to him, I think. So. Oh, boy. Ugh. Yeah. So do you, I'm assuming, unless you have some theory I don't, that Locke's just lying about being able to get, bring Nadia Back to life? Yeah, I think so. I think, and here's why I say this. I think when you're first watching it, and you're watching the sideways at the same time, you're starting to wonder whether he has some connection to the sideways thing. Yeah, yeah. They kept kept playing these fake red herrings about the sideways Mm -hmm. in places. Yeah, I I think he's just lying there. I don't... I, I think so, too. I can't think of any way how he would actually ever make that happen. I mean, even given what we know about the uh, the cave at the end, mm-hmm. I don't think that there's any proof that that brings people back to life. Yeah, yeah. And that's what Man in Black does, right? He manipulates and he lies yep. to get people to do whatever task it is he's got in mind. Sure. Yep. Just like all the other leaders of the island. <laughs> Say, Ben, Widmore, Jacob, I mean, to a certain extent. Interesting thing with that scene with with Man in Black talking with Saeed there. Saeed, for a little at first, was he was being the smart interrogator. He he's like, "What are you trying to convince me of?" Since mm-hmm. you haven't killed me yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, Man in Black is just too smooth. He knows how to hit the right buttons. Well, when I think you know, being dead and coming back alive, which is super weird, and then you know, everyone trying to kill him and all that. I mean, he's just like I think he's not himself. No, he's either. not. No, that it is true. And I do think that there's a amount that he had been infected, but I feel like it wasn't it was as strong of a hold as Dogen was assuming it was. Yeah. I mean I that's think, the way I'm reading. I think Dogen's sort of like it's like when um Moses comes down from the temple uh, comes down and he's like, Hey, when you take care of all the impurities here and the Levites go around like kill thirteen thousand people. <laughs> it's sort of like that, like we're gonna be pure one way or another, you know. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean they're kinda of, they're kinda of radical there in the in, in the, the temple. temple. That's true. That's true. That's a weird illustration. <laughs> I, I already know more Bible than Echo. Um, <laughs> except for his weird story about Josiah finding the, the law the scrolls, again. which had no yeah. relevance to what they well, very <laughs> yeah. little relevance. Anyway, that's yeah, that's sorry. that's from way back. 
Anything else in this one? It's it's kind of a downer episode, but makes you want to keep watching. <laughs> does make you want to keep watching? Shows that the stakes are going up, and yeah, Smoke Monster is playing for keeps. Smoke Monster slash Man in Black slash Fake Lock. Jacob's dead. You can do whatever you want, or I'll kill you. <laughs> I mean, it's, it just it's just funny. Both sides like you can do whatever you want, but it's never quite that. Never quite that. I'm sitting here thinking. Who's lying about what's going to happen to people that don't join Men in Black? And is Men in Black really a safe person to be going with? Like, who's to say that all these people that are going with him aren't going to die by going with him? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And does he have the power to kill everyone on the island that doesn't go with him? Yep. I mean, that felt manipulative to me, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've talked before about lost actors and their ability to communicate by just looking at people. That last shot where he's like, aha, here's my followers, here's Saeed, here's Claire, and Kate. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Oh, Terry Quinn's so great at that. And Kate looks like she is in way over her head She's like, what is going on? I just wanted to find Claire, not Deadlock and... A cult and... (gasps) What is what is Claire now at this point? Yeah. And of course, she just blurts out all what happened to Aaron, which is a natural and probably a good thing to do, honestly, confess. Fortunately, after the last episode, we just know that's dangerous. Oh, man, yeah. Yep. Claire's face. Like, yeah, that was good. And Kate doesn't seem to have picked up on the fact that that's bad news to Claire instead of good news. Mm-hmm. Like she was expecting, it would seem. Mm-hmm. Maybe if she mentioned that she's with your mother. Which, actually, the fact that Claire's mother is even alive and walking around would be... That would probably completely befuddle her brain. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're lying. <laughs> yeah, probably. Eh. All right. Well, we'll see how that shakes out next time. Be sure you are subscribed to us for more of Season 6. I mean, if you're not at this point, I'm, I kind of question why you're listening to us. But <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Glad to have you here. By the way, we are on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and Spotify. So feel free to subscribe to us there. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. And the ladies. Bye-bye, folks.